0: On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Alicia Reisinger from Wax Buffalo. We had an awesome conversation. We talked all about the rise and fall of organic Instagram. We talked about what's actually working now. We talked about in 2022 being down and figuring out what to do to get those sales back up and talk through some incredible ideas. Really great conversation, guys. You are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world. But we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com/grow to apply for a free growth plan today, so we can show you what is working in a post iOS fourteen point five world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com/grow. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, are you trying to continuously optimize your website and still you suffer from a poor conversion rate? Do most of the visitors on your website just drop off without actually viewing a single product and you've got zero clue why? And did you know that the average conversion rate in brick and mortar is actually 30%? Imagine having a 30% conversion rate on your website. Sounds like a dream, right? That's because your website is missing the biggest driver of conversion that brick-and-mortar stores have, and that's a sales associate. Rep is a company that has developed the world's first ever AI-powered sales associate and is bringing the store associate online for e-com brands. It is a sales-focused chatbot that uses AI to automatically identify and approach disengaged customers with a contextual and personalized conversation to upgrade your customer experience and increase your sales. Just like in brick and mortar, it recommends products, answers product related questions, and even upsells. So go to hellorep.ai slash upgrowth and get a two-week free trial and a special offer just for our listeners 50% off your first 12 months you are not going to want to miss this one now on to today's episode hey guys Jordan West back with another episode of secrets to scaling your e-commerce brand today I am joined by Alicia Reisinger from Wax Buffalo Alicia welcome to secrets to scaling your e-commerce brand thanks
1: thanks so much yeah
0: yeah Uh, all the way from Nebraska in the U.S. of A. Alicia, for people who don't know anything about you or anything about Wax Buffalo, just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Sure. So uh, I'm a a mama of four. I have four kids, a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 3-year-old. So it's a wild adventure over here. And I started making candles about seven years ago, just in my kitchen. At night, just to like keep my brain from going insane, I started pouring in my kitchen. I would drink a little whiskey, and it was just kind of my therapy. And it's grown into this beautiful brand. So we are a pure soy candle company located in yes, Lincoln, Nebraska. So we're Midwest. We're in wholesalers all across the United States. We're in whole foods. Yeah. And our, our brand is this like really cute kind of like iconic amber jar with a big white X. So if you've ever seen those anywhere in the States, that's us.
0: Those awesome. Awesome. I, I love it. I've got some questions for you. And these are uh, real questions. Actually, I like my interviews to be like this, where it's like, I literally don't really know anything. And I just want to get to know what you're doing and what's working and all of these sorts of things. So let's go back a second. Soy candles. Why soy? And what are regular candles made from exactly? <laughs>
1: Yeah, totally. That's a great question. So I chose soy because when I started making candles, it was actually, my daughter had just been born with a cleft lip and palate. And so okay. I was spending just tons of time researching natural remedies, things that I was doing around my house. I mean, as a mama that like has a child with a birth defect, you take it all in, right? Put it mm. all in your heart. And it was something I did. So I started researching. It's not, it's just a part of our DNA, but really came to understand like the toxicity in candles. Paraffin, I'll do my little TED talk. Yep. Paraffin is what most candles are made out of It's cheap, but it's it's a derivative of petroleum So it's literally like If you think about those big oil drums The petroleum that's in there As all of the oil goes away There's like a sludge Like a thick sludge waxy residue yep. at the bottom They scrape all that off They bleach it and that's what they make paraffin out of. So you know, not gotcha. super so wonderful to be breathing into your lungs. It's like why sometimes I don't know I get headaches from really cheap candles, mm. and so that's one of the reasons, right? Like that's what you're burning in your home. So soy is an all natural version of candles. It's it's clean burning. It'll actually last longer. The tricky part about soy is that it, you have to scent load really heavy, so it's a little bit more expensive to make a soy candle and then make it smell very strong. Mm. We pride ourselves in the fact that we think we figured that formula out. But yeah. Cool. So having a candle that you're burning in your home that you're breathing in it's important to have something that's clean and that's why we chose soy
0: yeah absolutely walk me through the the start of the company to where you guys are now you know getting an account like whole foods that's that's absolutely
1: massive how did that come to be it's a funny story. So first, literally, I was just pouring candles in my kitchen, drinking whiskey. It was all for me. And a friend talked to me and trying to sell them. And I was like, absolutely not. That feels vulnerable. And I don't want to do yeah. that. But I ended up getting talked into putting it in a tiny little store here. I think I made 12 candles. It probably took me a week. I brought the candles in. For perspective, we make like a thousand candles a week now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was 12 candles uh i took them and they sold out in like literally three days and i was like oh okay this might be something yeah took that money back invested it and then just started to kind of build the company made my own little tiny website on big cartel i don't know if you ever remember that one but we, you could build your own website you yeah do your everything yourself when you're starting and yeah by you know it was also the time when like instagram's algorithm was really magical so i that's really all it was i just put out on instagram that i was making candles now you could buy them <laughs> on this tiny little website that i made and it started to work and and after about, it was probably three years. Uh, meanwhile, I'm still doing production. I'm still working full time. I'm just doing this at night with my whiskey. It's my fun little hobby, right? Yeah, yeah. i um, a crazy candle lady. And we actually, we ended up connecting with somebody here in town that knew the buyer of Whole Foods in Chicago. So to get into the Midwest version of Whole Foods, we had to submit our candles. We sent them a bunch of stuff and we did it kind of like, you can't even do it this way anymore. It was like, here, here's a box of candles. See if you'd like us for your source. Yeah. I get this email. I'm actually driving, like, in our little town. Um, and the email comes through, and I can tell it's Whole Foods. And I'm like, okay, this... I just stop. I pull over to the side of the road and read it. And they're like, we love your candles. They're beautiful. We love the branding. They smell amazing. We want to put them in our all the Midwest stores. Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh. I literally jumped out of my car and ran around somebody's front yard screaming. And then got back in my car. And the best part of the story is we did think it was gonna be like a game changer for us. What we didn't understand is that Whole Foods can't backstock any of their like home goods. So it means all of the orders from Whole Foods are like, we'll take six candles, we'll take 12 candles. We are like, Oh, Oh, okay.
0: So, oh, I see. Yeah, I see. So they, they weren't making massive orders.
1: No, no. And they never have been. They just can't. Although now like there are definitely a few Whole Foods or the, like the bigger Whole Foods that'll order like 300 candles at once. And that's okay. Big, okay. Yeah. And we've grown. So now we're like in the Rocky Mountain and we're hoping to expand into the West Coast as well. But it's funny awesome. because you think some of those things is like, this, this is going to change my business. And yeah. it didn't, but it was still... A beautiful moment
0: yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting with some of those moments right where you think that it's going to be a business changer but they are little building blocks right like they uh-huh. they do uh-huh. like even having the fact like oh yeah hey we're in we're in whole foods immediately it gives you the halo effect of, of what yeah. whole foods is and they've yeah. said yes right they've said that you are doing great we're in 2022 right now 2022 has been difficult for a lot of businesses out there what is working for you guys right now
1: Oh my goodness. It really is. And interestingly, I think like we all thought COVID was going to be the thing that like tanked us. And those that that made us through COVID was good for us because we were like a luxury item. People wanted it. We're seeing super different right now. People are scared. I think the recession's coming or we're even like kind of in it. We're feeling it. Our sales are down. We even just had like this team meeting the last couple of weeks. Like we all just like tucked in and and there's like 20 of us here and just trying to figure out like, what does this look like? The numbers are now down, you know, 30%, which is what we're seeing. Yeah, our projections, and really, I think it just is like tucking back into exactly what we do best, and like you know those like samples that you get at the mall where they like give you those like that really delicious chicken from the Chinese restaurant. And you're like, okay,
0: okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about.
1: And like, what's that? What's our orange chicken? What do we mm. get? that make them come back to us and for us i know like there's a couple scents that like people go absolutely bonkers for our sweet tobacco is one that like people buy cases of people wear Mm. it they want it in their life like is that our orange chicken is that what we tuck back into and we get this Mm. in people's hands and we get new eyeballs and new noses into this scent that's our so that's kind of been our, our true note for the next six months is our tucking into our orange chicken i guess Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that analogy because I I, I think we've all probably tasted the orange chicken at the mall, even in Canada, you know, we, we have that same sort of thing. At least I actually, I don't even know if samples are, are a thing again.
1: We are in Nebraska and we were like in store buffets and we're like, I just thought that would never come back. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Costco samples are back. So that's great news there. (laughs) I'd I'd love to hear about the mix, the mix of your online versus uh, retail. What what does that mix look like for you?
1: We are, so we actually have, so we have three facets, right? So we have our e-com, we have a brick and mortar, and then we have our wholesale. And it really is- pretty it's broken up pretty evenly into thirds. We see pretty much the same revenue in all three, although right now, weirdly, our e-com is the most down, our wholesale is the most up, uh, which I wouldn't have guessed. And then our retail is like at a close second behind our wholesale.
0: This month's sponsor is rep. AI. Rep is the world's first ever AI-powered sales associate for e-commerce website. It's a sales-focused chatbot that uses AI to automatically identify and approach disengaged customers with a contextual and personalized conversation to upgrade customers' experience and increase sales. Just like in brick and mortar, it recommends products, answers product-related questions, and even upsells. So hit hellorep.ai slash upgrowth and get a two-week free trial plus 50% off for your first 12 months now back to today's episode okay okay gotcha and so that's your own like flagship retail location that you have
1: we have one so i'm in it right now we're in this like our cute little downtown but we're actually opening a second location in the south side of our town as well oh cool I know we're really excited about it. And one of the things that we started doing just because candle pouring is so therapeutic to us is we opened a candle lab so people can come to our store and obviously buy great things but they can make their own candles, they can pick their own jar, they can make their own scent. And it's been such a hit, but we can only get eight people in our lab. So we're building a bigger candle lab down south that'll have like 35 to 40 people capacity. And it's like, it's more of a party. So cool,
0: cool. That's I right, love that. Yeah. So let's talk about online here for a sec because I really want to want to dig into uh into the the sort of journey. So you had, you know, when when you first started, it was Instagram, right? I'm assuming yeah. organic Instagram, the kind of the way that lots of us grew our businesses to start was like, hey, we post and tons of people see it. Every time we post, there's magically sales, Shopify dings, and we're all happy. <sighs> I what has, it. Let's go back. Yeah, I miss <laughs> oh, man, I miss those days. Yeah, I miss those days. What has changed now? And what has been the, the trajectory since that in what is working? And what do you think will work in the future?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Honestly, like I think when I, I, I'm a story producer by trade, that's what I'm trained in. And so like everything has a story to me. So when I started my Instagram, it was, I made a candle, but here was the story behind it. Right. So this story represents, you know, my grandmother's kitchen and this story represents like falling in love in Chicago. Right. And I realized that those stories actually, it's not that we all have the same stories, but those stories absolutely connect us. Right? Mm -hmm. My story is reflected in your story, and it'll evoke an emotion in you that you're like, oh, maybe I will remember my story if I buy this Armitage Street candle, right? Where she fell in love. It'll remind me where I fell in love. Instagram grew so rapidly because of those stories. And I think as we, are growing our brand, trying to find different ways to connect with our audiences and bring them back to the e-com. Cause Instagram's mm. just not doing it anymore. It really isn't. Yeah. So no. even like going as like old school as our like our like little email newsletter prov- really performs better than Instagram. Um, we started SMS marketing, which has been really beautiful. And, and even in just six months, the SS SMS marketing has outperformed our emails. And awesome. our emails are outperforming Instagram. So it's almost like going back to like, what do people have in their hands? Yeah. How do you talk to them, but still in an authentic way that they want that story, right? They still want yeah. a little story or like for our SMS marketing, you go on your own little journey. So once you log into, you know, you click on your little text message, it'll take you through like, well, what's the scent journey you want to be on? What do you follow mm. What do you care about? Well, we'll teach you how to pick the right scent. And that's really been performing well for us, but it does feel like we're just having to be so creative. And we keep saying it's like, we're back at like gr- guerrilla marketing techniques, you know, we're, we're totally. like kind of grassroots where it's like paying the play doesn't seem to be working in the same way that it was before. No, Sorry.
0: absolutely not. And, and you know, Alicia, I, I talked to like literally hundreds of brands out there and you were not alone, right? A lot of people are needing to make these massive pivots, right? The ad spend, you know, it went from organic Instagram being incredible to Facebook ads being incredible to where the heck do we go now? We may have found a solve for that in Performance Max uh, with Google. I, I truly believe that on the pay to play side that we found that, that solve and it's just absolutely incredible. We're seeing numbers in the brands that we own right now, return on ad spends of like eight to 10. And these are new customer acquisition numbers, just in absolutely insane numbers. So anybody out there who wants to learn more about that, hopefully, uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, Hopefully, my LinkedIn will get out of LinkedIn jail right now. Not sure how that happened. I think I'm the most active person ever there. I don't know how they did that to me, but it just happened this morning.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I'm so Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure I'm sure they'll look at my account and be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, oh, he's real a real human. A
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that they're cleaning house right now. So that's yes. that's a good thing for, for real humans.
1: <laughs> yes, it
0: is. But guys, please feel free to reach out about that, about Performance Max uh, in general to me or also uh, at the agency at Upgrowth Commerce. It's something that we're absolutely obsessed with right now and we think is actually one of the big solves. So really excited about that. Alicia, I gotta ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling?
1: I think it's knowing your margins, knowing them really well, knowing them like the back of your hand so that when someone comes in and asks you, let's say hypothetically like a target, asks yes. us to make a $4 candle for them. You know when your yes can be yes and when your no has to be no. Mm. And the idea that scaling a business shouldn't always be your true north, like figuring out like, what is your dreamiest, most magical life? And it might not be making a $4 t- like target candle. It might be totally. scaling in a way that your e-com is still supporting your humans and you can still dream within that scope. So mm. knowing you are, knowing them really, really well. Yeah. Oh, freedom. I
0: love that. Yeah, that's great. Alicia, uh, I got three more questions for you. I hope that you are ready.
1: Okay. These are the rapid
0: first. This is there's some rapid fire questions coming here, incredibly fast. First question for you: uh, favorite tool or app that you're using right now?
1: You know, I really am in love with Shopify. I went through. It's just such a robust, beautiful site and any dream that you have you can find an app that can plug in and they're usually pretty affordable so you can dream within Shopify really well
0: yeah absolutely yeah I can't imagine uh, an alternate platform at this point Uh, they have absolutely stolen the market good Canadians too which uh, makes a big difference you know and that's uh I I could rant and rave all about that second question for you favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now
1: I think it's so have you ever heard of Amish murder books No, I know it's not a business book, but I think sometimes as a founder, I get so entrenched in my numbers and QuickBooks. And I was going to bed, like pouring over QuickBooks. That was my night book. And I was like, screw this. And started reading these weird Amish murder books. And I feel like because I have allowed myself to like dive into these weird worlds, I'm dreaming again for my company. Ah. I don't know. It it became like this trick where I was like, I got to go on an adventure at night. It can't be my, it can't be my books anymore. So yeah, I don't know, find your Amish murder books, but I think it's really good to like go somewhere else and dream if you're going to survive.
0: (laughs) And you, you must, you absolutely must. This this was a a conversation that I was having the other day on LinkedIn with a bunch of people was about this, that like, you must take vacation. Like it's not... It's actually part of your job to go on vacation because you will not be nearly as effective for yourself and for your team and everybody around you if you continue to work. It just doesn't work like that.
1: No, and even just the way that you can problem solve on a vacation, it's like your brain starts working again. You're like, I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but I needed this moment to relax and figure it out. Yeah.
0: Totally, and it's those rhythms, right? And it's even like daily rhythms too. Of being like, oh, you know, like like for for me, I know at about one o'clock, yeah. two o'clock, I kind of shut down with yeah. ideas, and so instead, I'll take meetings at the time and I'll walk during those meetings, and I'm like, oh, sweet, I'm outside. I, I do have to take meetings during that time. I try and condense my day so I can be with my kids uh, at all other hours. So. <laughs> yeah so just find that guys find that find that rhythm i know it may not you may not think it's possible and you may not think that you can be as effective but i will guarantee you you are way more effective when you take time for yourself oh i totally agree totally agree yeah alicia last question for you if you could sit down with anybody you get an hour with them they have to be alive and it can't be elon musk who would it be
1: it would be lauder it would be estee lauder
0: oh okay
1: The way that she built her brand, then scooped up and collaborated with other brands, the way she built women up, even her idea of sampling, like we talked about, like she figured it out and she lived through some pretty crazy times to be selling what's considered a luxury item. And she made it an essential and I just think she has the best brain. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Alicia, this was such a great, great conversation. Where can people connect with you and find out more about Wax Buffalo?
1: Oh yeah. So we have a website. It's just waxbuffalo.com. Simple and sweet. We're on the Instagram in the same way. Wax Buffalo.
0: Awesome. That's great. And and how about for you? Can people connect with you in any sort of way?
1: Oh yeah. It's just my name, Alicia Reisinger. I'm on Instagram as well. And then we, I also do like fun little, we have an entire um, group here. It's the, the local girl gang that I created and it's like 90 women business owners. And so I also do that kind of virtually for people and do some coaching sessions and just try to help people dream within their little entrepreneur worlds. So yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Well, thank well, you again so much for your a time.
1: Through Wax buffalo, So thanks. This was super yes. fun. Thanks for chatting with me today.
0: Oh, absolutely. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So.